0: This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Listener's discretion is advised. Do you want the first intro or the second intro? Huh? Which intro do you want? One or two? Uh, (laughs) can you give me a hint? Um, one of them is Grease. One of them is Rankin Bass. I'll take Rankin Bass. Okay. Hello and welcome. To a page too far. The show where each week one of us reads a book and tells the other all about it. Will it be bad? Will it be good? Who knows? Let's find out. My name is Snow Miser. And with me as always is my co-host, the inevitable heat death of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the heat death of the universe sounds like. That's probably not it. I imagine silence. Pro- yeah. It's probably very silent. I, I, I found my book a weird way this week. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was out of physical books that I wanted to read. Right. Uh so I was just looking around and I found um, archive.org. Yes, through another source. I was looking up an old YouTube channel that used to exist. Uh-huh. And in archive.org, I saw that they had books and there was a category of book called school-fiction, right? I had no idea what that actually meant. Could mean several different things. Uh so I clicked on it and I found the first book that appealed to me on that page. Okay. We are reading Face Off. Sounds familiar actually. You're not, it's not what you're thinking of. Okay. Right. So this is a Hannah Montana novel. It's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and the connection to the other intro was there's the, the movie with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Off. Uh, John Travolta was in Greece. In Greece. So the, okay. The second one, I was going to use the characters from that and say, my name is Sean Archer. And with me as always, my co-host, Caster Troy. Nice. Uh, Should have gone with that one. Yeah. I mean, they're both, I was proud of both of them. <laughs> so I'm glad that you picked. Um, so this is, this is Hannah Montana number two, Face Off. Okay. Uh, it is written by Alice Alfonsi Nice name. Yep. And it is published by Disney Press in 2006. Couldn't give a shit. Y- y- right. <laughs> it's 126 pages long. Uh, without further ado, let's dive in. Part one. We join our heroine, Miley Stewart, as she tries her best to look Hannah-ish <laughs> in front of a professional photographer. So she's in a photo shoot. Okay. As Hannah Montana. And she's, right. she's trying. She's trying. But she's just not getting there. What does that look like? Um, she's dressed up in a blonde wig right. and kind of looks exactly the same, but with a blonde wig. But, but like, so she, there's a certain attitude with. Yeah, Montana, yeah. The, the photographer wants her to look peppy and happy, and she's right. just bored because it's been a few hours. Gotcha. Like, okay. you know, the pressures of being famous. Yeah, no, it's hard. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, she'd been in the studio for over an hour. She was just getting tired. Her dad, Mister Stewart, is uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Right, is uh, is watching from the sidelines as the photographer begins to sing very badly as one of Hannah's songs comes on the radio. <laughs> so she's like, "You ga- give me this, give me this." If if a, if my song came on the radio, I would scream at whoever turned on that <laughs> radio. <laughs> Turn that shit off. Yeah, Jesus. So Hannah, Hannah starts scowling. Right. Uh, and I'm going to intermingle Miley and Hannah because the book intermingles Miley and Hannah. Okay. Yep. Um, and the photographer's like, yo, why the long face? And Mr. Stewart says, yeah, it's because you suck at singing. Oh my God. He puts it in a very uh, Southern charm way. Okay. But that's what he says. I mean, I, I would think it's a little unprofessional to be singing someone's yes. song. <laughs> I agree to <laughs> like that, that person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the photographer's like, yo, who the fuck are you anyway? Why are you here? You should leave. Isn't he, like, famous in the the Montanaverse? Not really, no. Oh. Billy Ray Cyrus is famous. He's her manager. Oh, I thought he was famous in the... No. So not... he's not her dad in the show. He is her dad in the show. But uh, also her manager. But he's also her manager. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Yep. Um, How would they not know that if they're there for a photo shoot? They meet the manager. Well, that's my point here. So that's, we're gonna we're gonna follow up on that because he says I'm her manager and she says Well, get out of my studio, manager. And he says I'm also her father. And the photographer says Well, then you better have a seat, wouldn't you? But like, what the fuck? Didn't she already know that? Like, you booked this. with yeah. Unless her people didn't tell her because I'm sure she's the kind of person who has people. Maybe. But like, you you know why that person's on your set in the first place? Yeah, it's that's really bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it's really strange. Anyway, she's trying her best to get Hannah to smile, but she's just so, Hannah's just so tired until her dad starts badly dancing in the background. And then she genuinely laughs because her dad's being funny. And the photographer gets her shot. Okay. Yeah, there's also a scene where where she says, the photographer's like, give me, give me jubilation, give me je ne sais quoi. And Hannah's like, stop it with the SAT words. And I was like, wow, you're dumb. You don't know what that means. But then I realized she's 14. Yeah, she is a kid. Yeah, so. no, that makes total sense. Uh, the next morning, Miley and her buds, it says buds, okay were hanging out at Rico's. Rico's is a snack shack uh, near the beach. Okay. But I read it. So it says Miley and her buds were hanging out. Right. Uh, I read it as Miley and her buds were banging out <laughs> and was like, wow, that's a very different book. This took a turn. <laughs> I, <laughs> what? Look, it doesn't make sense. And it was just me misreading it. I'm just picturing people listening to Thrash Metal. Yeah. That's all I, yeah. The beach is a mosh pit. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I picture when yeah. you say banging out. So they're they're hanging out at Rico's and Miley joins a pickup game of basketball and fakes a guy out by telling him his fly is down. <laughs> it wouldn't work on me. Yeah, no. I'd be like, cool. Like, let me have that gym ball. Shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, First off, no, she didn't. But <laughs> also. Well, so there's a point there because these there's two short stories here. They're okay. based on episodes. Right. I watched the episodes in preparation. Yeah. This scene doesn't happen. Aha! A fabrication! <laughs> I knew it. Specific. Now she does play basketball and what happens next happens. But that part where um, she bakes him out with this fly down right. specifically does not happen. I wonder if the writer got like a script for the episode and then they had yeah. to cut it for time or something like that. Maybe. She then passes the ball to her friend Oliver. Anyone named Oliver has glasses and he's scrawny? No, no, no? glasses. Okay. What was the second part? Scrawny. Eh, kinda, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mid 2000s, long um, uh, ish hair, like bangs and, and everything. Okay. Black, like dark brown, black. Right. Uh, Skaterboard kind of thing. My, uh, this is going to sound terrible, but yeah. my nephew who is like 11 now, I think, mm-hmm. is sporting that haircut. Mm. And it makes me want to hit him. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. There's nothing wrong with that haircut, but oh. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with Jake Lloyd's haircut in episode one either, but uh. I wouldn't give that to my kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she passes the ball to Oliver. Oliver goes up for a layup, but another friend, Lily, runs into him. Okay. Lily is Haley Joel Osment's sister. Interesting. Yeah. Um, young, blonde teenager. That's the description. Skater girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She runs into him. She picks up the ball and takes it to the pole and says, here, Oliver, and throws it at the pole. What? And there's an explanation. And then obviously the ball falls on the ground and she insults Oliver for not being able to catch it. What? <laughs> okay. Apparently Lily had lost her contacts. So she's blind, essentially. Okay. She lost both of them. Yeah. Not in the crash. She just lost them. She doesn't have them. At some point in time that we don't know? Yeah, yeah. So Miley pulls Lily over to the shack and asks what happened. Right. Lily says uh, that her dog had eaten her contacts, so now all she <laughs> had to wear were these massive, ugly glasses. And she doesn't want to wear the glasses because they're massive and ugly. Okay. They're not. They're, like, a little bit smaller than these. Oh my God. They're fine. Um, but this was 2006. So, right, right. You know. This is a riveting story so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she puts them on. Miley freaks out. Wow, those look Great. Anyway, it's what's on the inside that counts. The, uh, okay. <sighs> you can't say that if you're like beautiful and famous. Lily brings that up. Okay, good. I'm on <laughs> Lily's side here. Yeah, no, Lily's totally on the right this entire show. Awesome. Um, yeah. But Miley says, look at Oliver. He's got one nostril way bigger than the other, but he doesn't let that get him down. Oliver didn't know this. So he looks in a mirror and realizes it oh my and then God. freaks out and runs away. Oh my God. Yep we also find out in the scene that Lily is a skateboarder and she has a competition coming up. Okay. Uh, and two girls named Heather and Kim come up and like bully Lily, uh, in typical Disney fashion. They're like, you're bad. Yeah, you're bad. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they leave and before they leave though, there's a line where Miley says you may be the champion now. Cause Heather beat Lily every other time. Right. She's like, you may be the champion now, but soon you're going to be the champion. And then, <sighs> and then they high five. <sighs> Yeah, maybe workshop that a bit first, you know, a little bit. Try, try it out a couple times with like people that you don't know, <laughs> people you don't know or people you trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lily says it's easy for Miley to say it's what's on the inside that counts when she literally just had a photo shoot for. So I didn't I didn't mention this. The photo shoot is for a uh, skin cream. Perfect skin. cream. OK, so okay. she's the poster girl for a perfect skin cream. And she's telling Lily, you don't have to be beautiful that afternoon. Mr. Stewart is unloading the dishwasher. This is Miley's dad. Yeah when he finds a pair of Miley's brother's underwear in the dishwasher. Ew. Jackson, her brother. Yeah. Stereotypical, I don't know how to describe him. He's just a, he's just a bro. Yeah. He's a just, bro. He's a brother. Yeah, bit of a, bit of a dumbass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jackson comes in right on cue and says, oh, wow, it worked. They're clean. And Mr. Stewart says, well, at least you're wearing underwear again. Ha! Huh. Which is a weird thing to say in a... <laughs> Sitcom for kids. It's just a, oh, boys yeah type thing. Now, in the episode, he says, at least you're wearing clean underwear again. That's better. Which is better. Yeah. But it, I don't know why. I don't know. You, don't you know just don't want to think about a wanna... child going commando. Yeah. You I don't want to think about that. He's like 16 or something like that. But yeah. My point still stands. Child. No, you're, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. He's a, I, I, I didn't tell you, though, that he's her older brother. Okay. I, w- I was thinking younger okay. brother. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, we find out that Jackson had been out on a date and his car died, so he made the date, push the car while he steered. Wow. She leaves him. Good. Yep. <laughs> Scene change. Jackson is now back. He works at Rico's. Okay. He works at the counter. He needs money for his car. He has a tip jar, but yeah, no one's tipping. Uh, out of the shadows, Rico appears. Now, okay. this is not Rico who owns the R- Rico's shack. This his is son. The son yeah, of Rico. Yeah, Okay. The asshole. Yeah. Yeah, the little short kid who's 12. Uh, he says, hey, I heard you asked my dad for a raise. Well, I can get on the inside and get him to give you the raise, but you got to do some things for me. <laughs> Rico had always wanted to be a magician, uh, and he needs a female assistant. So he okay. convinces Jackson to dress up and makeup and a dress oh, and be his assistant. You couldn't find, like... Anyone else? Well, he could, but, you know. Is this funnier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have a hate-hate relationship. Okay. Yeah, Rico and Jackson. We hate each other, but we need each other. Yeah, exactly. Not e- yeah, 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 yeah. So so Rico dresses Jackson up and says, I'm going to make this egg disappear in front of a crowd. He's, he's now at a show. He's okay. Performing. His name is the Great Ricolini. Okay. Um, which is adorable. Uh, he says, I'm going to make this egg disappear. And then he slams the egg on Jackson's head. And says, ta-da. And that's the trick. And everybody claps. (sighs) This is made for children. It's obvious. It is. Later that night, it's time for the big billboard to be revealed. So this is what the photo shoot was for. Okay. is the big billboard. Mr. Stewart carries a blind Lily up to the top of the building and Miley leads. Miley says, you know, Lily, those glasses really aren't that bad. Mr. Stewart agrees. As soon as he agrees, Lily says, oh, gee, thanks. She left him behind. Because no... Because as soon as Mr. Stewart agrees, that means that they're not actually cool, that they are horrible, because as soon as an adult says something uh, is cool, then you know it's not cool. Yeah. It, it uh. says that specifically as well. Miley pulls him aside and says, well, you know, when an adult says something's cool, it's not cool. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Don't, doesn't this remind you of angst? Yeah. Uh, also, I'm, I'm losing my appreciation of Lily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then Mr. Stewart overreacts and says, you know what? You're right. Those glasses are butt ugly. And Lily cries. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm sure I, I'm absolutely certain I was this way at one point, but now I find it so dumb mm-hmm. to rather go blind than to look a little not cool for a yeah. second. Yeah. And may I reiterate, the glasses are fine. Yeah. They don't look bad. Uh, they're not like huge Coke bottle glasses or anything. Like right. That, right. Which is kind of what I was expecting. Uh, Miley again says it's what's on the inside that counts. Uh, and she'll need the glasses if she's going to beat Heather in the skate competition. Wait a minute, so it doesn't matter what's inside, she's blind as fuck, so what matters is what's on the outside, her glasses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it, so the looks don't matter, right? It's, you're beautiful on the inside, yeah. so you can look ugly as long as you're kicking Heather's ass. But I'm saying she literally can't skate without something that's outside of her. Correct. <laughs> Some external utility. Correct, that is true, that is very true. If you're wearing contacts, are they inside you? I guess they are. (laughs) Depends on if you blink. Yeah, no, if you close your eyes, they're inside you. I don't like that. (laughs) That's a weird thought. I never thought about that before. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, right as Miley says, it's what's on the inside that counts. The billboard is revealed, showing that she has a giant zit on her forehead. Nobody caught this? It wasn't there. What? The photographer added it in. Oh, because it's like, look, you've used it and this will go away. Yep, exactly. That's okay. the, we find that out later because they call the photographer and she's like, well, it'd be weird if she was the model for skin cream and she has perfect skin. Yeah. We want to show that it works. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Except it's lying. But, you know, I she mean, does have perfect skin. Whatever. Miley sees this and now she has to stick with what she has said or else she's a hypocrite, right? Oh, so she's like she is a hypocrite. She just doesn't want to show it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Also called a 14 year old. Mr. Stewart calls a photographer, says it wouldn't make sense for someone with perfect skin to uh, do an ad for our skincare product. So we gave her the zit. He tells Miley that they want to do a whole worldwide campaign with this poster. And Miley's freaking out because that means the whole world's going to see her with the zit. But it's not her zit. Yeah, but it looks like it. People are going to think it's her zit and that's as good as it You're on hers. a billboard. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Welcome to the basic problem I have with this show. Yes. She has to say okay, though. Otherwise, she's a liar. Right. So she does. She says, okay. Lily is filled with confidence, saying, if you can let people see you like that, I can wear these ugly glasses. Again, not ugly. Nice. Mr. Stewart says he's proud of Miley for helping her friend, but he won't be. So this is her thinking, he won't be proud of what she's going to do next. Okay. Which just got me thinking about uh, things Miley did that her dad wouldn't be proud of. And for the record, the Bangers album came out in 2013. (laughs) So the next day, Jackson has his second show with Rico. He is going to make the cage. It's a giant dog cage. Disappear. Right. Rico throws a $20 bill into the cage and Jackson runs in after it. Okay. Then a cover goes over the cage and two men carry it off with Rico saying it's going to go to the San Diego Zoo. That's pretty mean. A little bit. Uh, important note, this also isn't in the episode. This whole scene. How, how did, where do did you get the two men to carry it off? He'd already pre-hired them. So he, so he could just hire someone. He doesn't need Jackson. Yeah, he's doing it to humiliate He's him. literally just spending money to make him miserable. Yes. Jesus Christ. That's this kid in the show. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. 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 What a cunt. He really is. Yeah. He really is. Later that night, Jackson is free again, and he and Miley head up to the billboard. Jackson said if he's going to help, he's going to need money up front. He's already got one kid pulling his chain he can't afford to. Right. So Miley agrees to half up front and half when the job's done. Okay. They're going to paint the zit. On all the billboards? It's just one right now. Okay. Yep. Right now, it's just one. But the rest are going to have the zit. What? Look. (laughs) They're teenagers. <laughs> okay. They aren't going to think about that. It also doesn't come up. Okay. Right as they're going to, a light appears out of nowhere and Miley freaks out. She's like, oh no, it's the man. It's the aliens again. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just a traffic chopper. Okay. And they're kind of looking around and they, they see, like the spotlight shines on the billboard and they see the zit and you hear one of the traffic controllers say, damn, that must be what's holding up traffic. Is a zit that size? No, no, he didn't. Yeah. No- <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't what? in the episode either. <laughs> Why the f- uh, Yeah. Miley and Jackson paint over the zit because they have the, for some reason, exact right matching shade of nice hue, and it's perfect. The shade of hue. <laughs> I don't know color. Uh, when they hear a voice behind them, oh snap, it's the man again. But no, this time it's just uh, Mr. Stewart. And he's like, what are you kids doing up here? And they're like, nothing. And then Miley sees a paintbrush in his pocket. And he's like, you know I got your back. And it's a really sweet moment. Dude, no, 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 no. This is when you sit your daughter down and you'd be like, all right, I understand how you're feeling about this, but let it go. (laughs) Or sue the photographer for breach of contract. Yeah, that uh, one or the other. Yeah. If you really have her back, take care of it. Yeah, exactly. Or tell her, like, like I would do, tell her to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It up. We made $10 million on yeah, this. Yeah, you're, you're really not hurting here. We know it's not your zit. You're fine. Uh, the next morning, Jackson is working at the shack again. Okay. Rico walks by. He notices Jackson has three coconut shell halves. He says, what's this? Jackson says, oh, this is just a trick. So he pulls a red ball, puts it under the shell, spins him around, and says, guess which one? Rico picks it. Pulls up the shell. And then then there's a gun barrel and it just (laughs) shoots (laughs) him. He pulls it up and just sees the pin of a grenade floating (laughs) underneath it. He picks up the ball because he guessed the right shell. And he says, that was a stupid trick. And Jackson says, oh, that wasn't the trick. That was the setup. And pulls on a rope right next to him, causing a mass of seaweed to be dumped onto Rico's head. Okay. So he set up like a pulley system and was like, use the shell game to get him into the right spot so he could. These guys, this is so elaborate. Dump seaweed on him. He set all that up? This 12-year-old somehow hired two full-grown men to yeah. carry him to the zoo? Yeah. I, this is bizarre. It is. It's, uh, <laughs> it's almost like it's old men writing teen comedy. Yeah. Oy. Yeah. So he starts making fun of Rico. Right. Because he's like, hey, I got you. I got the raise, by the way. I don't need your help. Ha ha. Bye bye. Cool. I wrote that specifically cool. Bye-bye. <laughs> Unbeknownst to him though, his date from the other night is walking up to him at that moment. She wanted to give him another chance. But she but watched he him saw him dump be- a bucket <laughs> onto a 12-year-old. I'm gonna say I don't think even with a second chance, he would have made it. Yeah, no, he wouldn't have. <laughs> the type of kid to make his date push the car. Yeah. You're you got some some stuff to work through before yeah. you're ready for that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but she, so she walks over to Rico. She says, come on, kid, let's get you a bath. Like, how could you be so cruel, Jackson? Yeah. And he's a cunt. He's a little cunt there. Don't let him fool you. He's a cunt. That's kind of what he says. Really? But uh, he's like, he's a monster. But in the episode, this doesn't happen. The, this next, What, part, no, no, what no. happens no, no, no. in the episode? <laughs> in the episode, this next part doesn't happen. Oh, okay. Rico, I was like, yeah, so no, far, that, nothing has happened in the episode. That'll happen. We've cut, we've cut a few minor scenes. Um, but Rico says in the book, Thank you. I like sponge baths. Oh, which is just oh, weird. I hate that. Yeah. I, why was that in there Ugh. in the first place? There's literally no scenario where it's okay to say I like sponge baths or I, I'll take a sponge bath. I don't, this like, just, unless it's a spouse I, or maybe. something like that. Even then it has a weird like hospital it's weird. connotation to it. It's, it's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it either. We cut to the unveiling ceremony for the billboard. Okay. Miley is okay with covering the zit up because Lily's already going to be at the skate park. So right. th- the skate competition's at the same time as the billboard reveal. So Lily's not oh. going to know that they painted over it. Okay. Could I ask a question? Yeah. Why is there a billboard reveal ceremony? I don't ceremony? know. I was wondering that too. They just go up. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. They're just, they're just there. And like nowadays with the LED billboards and everything, you just upload a JPEG and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so by the time Lily finds out she was betrayed, she will have already won the trophy. Right. Which makes it better. Yeah, totally. She's still just going to find out. (laughs) Except Lily isn't at the skate park. Why not? She walks up to Miley and says she's here to support her no matter what. You dumb bitch. Get in the car right now. We're going. Come on. The billboard gets uncovered and Miley says, wow, that zit cream sure was good. (sighs) Lily flips her shit. Yeah. You lied to me. Miley basically says, uh, because I couldn't take my own advice doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Oh, fuck off. That's what Lily says. She also says, your glasses look fine, which again, I agree with. Right. Miley gets pulled up to the front to give a speech and takes, uh, a she gives like a a Hannah Montana speech. She takes a bucket of water, like a jug of water that was sitting there. Right. And she throws it on the billboard, washes all the paint off. Wait, what? (laughs) Is this like down near the ground billboard? So they are up. On top of a roof, and the billboard is like on the roof with them. Uh, okay, okay, I, uh, whatever. Yeah, like logistically, it doesn't make sense. Why either, does she have to it, give a speech? It's a billboard. She's Hannah an- Montana. She's the spo- she's the spokesperson for the Zit Cream. Who's there to listen to her speech? Like fifty people. Okay, just for some reason, they're all like they all work for either her or yeah. the company that put up the billboard. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so she she. The paint comes off. The crowd gasps. She says, if you let a zit or dorky glasses stop you from living your best life, then you'll regret it. Just as a bird shits on her shoulder. Her soldier? Her shoulder. I didn't know she had a soldier. A bird shits on her shoulder. Man, being a pop star is hard work. Fuck off. She's such a two-faced bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not talking about miley cyrus i'm talking about hannah montana yeah yeah the character's fuck her yeah <laughs> also that paint was terrible yes the paint was <laughs> terrible it was never gonna work in the first place it was just gonna rain and we don't get any resolution as to if lily wins or not oh man in the skate competition which and rico's out a girlfriend uh jackson's out a girlfriend. It... oh rico's got a girl my bad yeah he's getting a sponge bath from his girlfriend <laughs> was that the... it that's the first part can we talk about face off the movie it's a great movie. I've never seen it. No, I yeah, love that I've never movie. seen Face Off. It's so fun. I, I have heard that, and I, there's no reason that I haven't seen it. It's, it's everywhere. I just yeah. never watched it. So this is part two. This is a second episode. has nothing to do with, with, the, first. with the first one. Okay. These are non-sequitur. Non-sequitur episodes. They, they, are, uh, they are self-contained yes. adventures. As most kids sitcoms tend to be. It was time once again for the school camping trip. Oh boy! We get some setup here that the two bullies, these are different bullies. Okay. Amber and Ashley. Okay. Are bullies. Right. It's, it's now known. <laughs> it just states it. They're bullies. Pretty much. They don't get along with Miley and Lily. I mean, it's rare that I ever got along with any of my bullies. So naturally, they're going to be sharing a tent. Like, Teacher! Teacher! Can I, can I switch tents, please? He says, y'all don't get along. Y'all need to switch. Or y'all need to learn how to get along. You're sharing a tent. <laughs> he also says, guess where I'd rather be this weekend? And they're like, camping? And he's like, no, watching something about camping on my 42-inch plasma. Back when plasmas were hot shit. I'm saying, yeah. (laughs) Also, that's totally what probably what I would say too. Yeah, they'd be like, we don't get along. I'd be like, you're going to have to. Yep. (laughs) I don't care. I designed this specifically because I hate you because I'm a sitcom teacher. (laughs) The next morning, Miley comes downstairs with a face freshly covered in red marker dots and a cough that she's been practicing all night. Uh uh Uh-huh. Well, you only have to practice it for about 30 minutes and then it's real. Right. (laughs) I've learned that. Yep. Only it doesn't fool her dad. See, Mr. Stewart knows what's going on. Probably smells like fumes. Get close and he's like, Oh my god, that's permanent marker. <laughs> no, it was not permanent marker. It's actually water soluble marker because he puts his hand on her forehead and holds it there for a minute and then pulls it back and he's got like marker on his hand. Oh. And that's how he knows. He's like, next time use a permanent marker. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. But she doesn't. I assumed she would be smart enough to do that, but I guess not. Yeah. It also says uh, it also says that she was practicing her death rattle along with her cough. What the fuck? Who's writing this? Uh, Alphonse? I feel like kids should not have to know what a death rattle is. Yeah. That's pretty dark. Yeah. He gets her, though, because he's like, well, that's fine. You don't have to go on the camping trip. I'm also going to cancel this interview with the famous. They call him a VJ. Oh. It's a video jockey. Okay, I feel like that's. I hate it. That's what I. W- <laughs> that. Oh my god, my my mind went to the worst places there. Well, yeah, it's a VJ. <laughs> it's exactly. It's a. It's a. It's a move. Yeah, you're like I'm gonna. I'm gonna DJ your party. I'm the VJ. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. So, uh, Miley. Miley's dad is like, "Yo, you don't have to go to camp, but I'm also going to cancel this interview that I scored for you with this famous video jockey." Okay, and she's like, "Oh no, 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 not him! Oh, but you got me an interview with him!" And obviously, she's acting fine now. So he's right. like, "Yo, come on, kid, I know what's going on. You have to be the better person." And she's like, "But I already know I'm the better person. So do I really oh have? Oh my to- god! <laughs> so do I really have to prove it?" Uh, the great thing about me is I'm very humble. I don't, I don't brag. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, uh, you were nominated for most humble person of the year, you'd go up and accept. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm never, uh, condescending that that means talking down to people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also says, don't fight fire with fire. If you're going to lie down with the dogs, you're going to get up with fleas, that kind of thing. You know, okay. other cliches. Sure. Yeah. Miley promises then in, uh, uh. Miley promises that she'll be the bigger person. Then there's a scene where the door g- doorbell keeps going off. And Mr. Stewart says, oh, it's that damn mouse again. And grabs a frying pan and says it keeps chewing on the wires. What? What, what, what is the scenario? <laughs> so there's a doorbell that's going off. And he says, it's that mouse again. And it's out in the open? Do, do, we never see it. <laughs> okay, all right. I, <laughs> but he goes to he goes to grab a frying pan, and Miley's like, "No, you can't kill it. It's a living creature." And I named it. Its name is Linda. That's Spanish for pretty. <laughs> I um. All right, whatever. Yeah, which I, it isn't. I don't want to devote brain power too much brain power to this, but how the fuck is a frying pan gonna help? You squish the mouse. It's well, I'm assuming it's in the wall. I mean, we don't know that. So it comes outside. Look, it's chewing on the doorbell wires. It's clearly not in the wall. When it only do that once, it chews it. It's cut. Yeah, it it don't work. Yeah, (laughs) like it's doing it again. Yeah, get an exterminator. Yeah. Anyway, he says it's Spanish for. uh, She says it's Spanish for pretty. He says it's Spanish for dead squished. Oh, hey, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) You better start learning the Spanish for squished is what he (laughs) says. Oliver Skater Boy, right, was in his element on the trip. Since they left, he had been recording himself like some kind of nature doc host. He gets roasted by a couple of kids who are like, yo, you suck. I mean, it's pretty, uh, pretty hacky. Yeah. It's done a lot. It is done a lot. It's a very kid who grew up watching Steve Irwin attempts to yeah. be Steve Irwin, which I've totally done. But right, you know. right. Um, then the teacher who hates everything to do with teaching and nature is like, all right, we're here. Any questions? Pray for Park Ranger uh, and now get in your tents where I can't see you. Lily and Miley meet up with Amber and Ashley, and Miley uh, begs Lily to be nice. Amber and Ashley just say, Ew, fucking hillbillies, and then leave. <laughs> they go to actually, they go to, um, they say fucking hillbillies and then leave. And then on their way out, they're like, Yo, we're going to go get like a double vente macchiato and go through a whole thing yeah. that ends with a sprinkle winkle of cinnamon. Sprinkle winkle. <laughs> and I hate it. Is that like half of a pinch? I don't know. <laughs> What the hell is a sprinkle winkle? Maybe cinnamon? maybe that's what Salt Bay does. Maybe he it's does a, a sprinkle winkle. A yeah. Maybe. You know what? You damn right. Uh, that's uh, that's my head cannon. Lily takes out a slingshot, but Miley moves her arm and instead of shooting Amber and Ashley, Ashley, she shoots the teacher in the ass. Oh my god! Look, okay, slingshots were made to kill. Yeah, they can very easily do that. Yeah. What what is she shooting? Like ammunition? I assume a rock. Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do that. Enough to where he says, oh, Jesus, that was a huge bug. Like, that's a bite. That's a huge bite. Oh, okay. Fuck me. So like an airsoft gun, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind of power. Uh, Miley pitches the tent in a second while Lily is complaining about how long it's going to take them to uh, get the tent. Okay. Because Miley grew up in Tennessee. She knows how to pitch a tent. They teach you that before they teach you to potty train. Oliver and his tent mate, Dan, are fighting over who can put it up better. Miley comes over to help, but ends up hanging uh, from part of the tent frame. When Amber and Ashley come back, freaking out that there's no coffee shop or multiplex or anything nearby. Mm, mm. And they're going to have to sleep in something made of synthetic fiber? Ew. The teacher comes over, and Ashley and Amber take credit for putting up the tent that Miley erected. (laughs) I'm trying to avoid it this whole time. Miley and Lily start to argue, but the teacher gives them KP duty for fighting back. Uh, There's also a scene where when when Miley's hanging from the tent frame, the teacher says, what you doing? And she's like pitching a tent. And he's like, how's that working out for you? And like that phrasing is just weird to me. While washing dishes, Oliver complains that Dan had five helpings of beans, so he ain't sleeping tonight. Amber and Ashley come over to gloat uh, and Miley and Lily and knock over their clean dishes. Miley and Lily have had enough. It's time to lie down with the dogs. Okay. Yeah. Set the tent on a fire while they're inside? Pretty much. Cool. <laughs> as they're getting ready for bed, there's a crashing noise outside the tent. Miley says they can't stay in here or they'll get mauled by whatever it is and runs out, uh, goes to run out to the ranger station. She's pulled out of the tent and then feigns fight sounds with Oliver, who's outside. Okay. So he can't sleep anyway, so he might as well help her. Right. Uh, he uses this opportunity to escape Donnie's gas. Uh, I've also crossed Donnie and Dan, and I don't know which one it actually is. <laughs> okay. It's either Danny or Donnie. Oliver snaps a branch and Miley's like, oh, it's my leg. And then he snaps another branch. She's like, ah, it's my other leg. And then he snaps another branch. And she's like, ah, and my arm, I guess. And it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> it's not bad, I guess. No, it's, it's fine. Give it's it fine. props, whatever. Yeah. Lily comes out to help Miley, uh, leaving a terrified Amber and Ashley inside. All three of them beat the sides of the tent uh, with sticks and brush and everything. And Amber and actually run out straight into the port john which is occupied by Donnie. Oh, nice. Nice. He says, hey, Occupado. And they say, move the fuck over. They just ran into the gas chamber. Yeah, they did. Time to tie a rope around it. Exactly. Well, see, something better happens. Uh, it falls over. <laughs> okay. Yep. And they get covered in stuff. Mm-hmm. They scream. You can get like diseases from that. You can. It's kind of nasty. Yeah, a little bit. It's horrible. The next day, Hannah is at an interview. So this is Hannah now. Right. At an interview with the famed VJ. When Oliver calls her. He says, hey, uh, that bush you were in was actually poison oak. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just went from pitching a tent uh-huh. to interview with a VJ. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh yeah, that bush. Yeah. There's a lot of weird verbiage in this. I uh, know. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she goes on the show and she's like scratching all the time. The DJ's yeah. like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just showing you this new dance. I'm trying to, I'm aspiring to be a VJ. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she tries to pass it off at dance. Uh. Her dad laughs as he records the episode. He never tires of being right. Cool. That's that's the story. I'm going to say the second part was really disappointing. The first one I felt I felt some some stuff there. Well, the first one had some character development. Yeah. The second one just, just had two bullies and shenanigans. Yeah. Why did you read this? I didn't have anything else. Nothing else? No. God damn it. The only other book that I have is called Bees, and it's 400 pages. Okay, listen, people. This is why we need your suggestions urgently. Preferably 150 to 250 pages. I'll take a 300 if need be. Yeah. On every episode of the show, the person who read the book must give the book a rating. Our rating system consists of five levels. At the very bottom, we have toilet paper. The book is only worth the material that it's printed on. Second, we have shampoo bottle. It's better than nothing. Third level is Ikea Manual. It's competently written, but not entertaining. Or, vice versa, it is entertaining, but not competently written. Level four is a Kindle pick, worth buying electronically and or discounted at a used bookstore. And finally, our highest level is Hardcover. Instant classic. We recommend you buy the book. So, Snowpiercer. Close, but I'll take it. Okay, what is your rating for whatever the fuck you read to me? Face off. I completely forgot that <laughs> we talked about it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, the, it's shampoo bottle, right? It is. It is a shampoo. bottle. So okay. It's a shampoo bottle, but it's a shampoo bottle understanding that again, this was not written for me. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think if you have, if you have like a, a, a younger kid, you know, preteen or so who the show was actually made for, right. They would love it. It was great. It was very well written. Um, right, right. The, there were no grammatical mistakes that I noticed or anything like that. Um, turns out Disney press kind of good at what they do, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was entertaining in the same way that like, it, it it reminded me a lot of the first chapter books that I would ever read. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, just disappear into for what it was 120 pages and it took me maybe 25, 30 minutes to read it. And then another 25, 30 to sum it up. So Ikea manual, but docked one point for the sponge bath line. That was kind of weird. Yeah. And the pitching the tent. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, We have a Patreon. Uh, that's lovely. It has a lot of things on it. You should go check it out. We have outtakes, you know, a lot of stuff we say, like half of what we said in this episode, mm-hmm. sometimes doesn't make it in an episode. And we put that, we bundle it into like a five to 10 minute little thing called outtakes. It's wonderful. You should go check it out under Patreon. We also have footnotes. Uh, sometimes we'll go on a tangent. They may be like 10, 15 minutes long and we can't fit it in the episode, but it's too long for an outtake. So that's our footnotes. We also have bonus episodes every month, except for the last two fucking months. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That you could check out. Uh, It's like a regular episode, but it's longer. We don't cut anything out. Yep. It's beautiful. We usually talk about bigger books because we have more time. Right. Uh, And we also do movie commentaries, one every month. Uh, The last one we did was... I Am Number Four. I remembered it. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. I forgot. So that's funny because we were talking about it the next day, and I'd completely forgotten that we'd watched it. Yeah, (laughs) I, Yeah. It's... (sighs) I was scrolling through like Cut HBO here. or something, and I was like, oh, we should watch I Am Number... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> we did! We watched it yesterday. We had almost nothing to say about it, it's really. It's a completely forgettable movie. Uh, so you guys can check all that out. Uh, check us out on Instagram.com slash A Page Too Far and Twitter.com slash A Page Too Far. Yep. Uh, get in touch with us. Write us at our email, which is A Page Too Far at gmail.com, A Page far at a gmail.com, at a At a gmail. Let us know what you think of whatever episode you just l- listened to. Uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? We want to hear either way. We want, we want some discussion on here. Tell us how much you hated this episode. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to be right about stuff. Tell us we're wrong. I mean, some stuff, yes. cite your sources, but you know. Yeah, yeah. No, let us know your honest opinion, and uh, we'll discuss it. Yeah. And we'll block you from our fucking pictures. <laughs> we haven't blocked anyone ever. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Hashtag uh, Bobo lives. Hashtag themed. Hashtag themed. Hashtag sponge baths. Oh, God. With an S on the end. Sponge baths. We love you. I'm going to fucking shut it off.